This is Hurricane Valley with Norm Hewitt and Ricardo Ball on SENZ. Thanks to Rosine, New Zealand's most trusted paint and longtime supporters of the Hurricanes. And shop the biggest health and beauty brands in store or online at the lowest prices every day at Chemist Warehouse. Yes, a very good evening. Welcome into SENZ. No Ricardo Ball, far better looking. Well, not really. Mark Watson's sitting in. But I tell you what, the gentleman that I'm doing this show with, he's a very, very attractive man in a very, very platonic way. Norm Hewitt, good evening. Welcome. Well, Mark, hey, you start the show extremely well because I would definitely give you the mark over Ricardo. You know, you're not as hairy as that man. No, indeed. Hey, look, I've got to say, absolute privilege to work with you, Norman. I certainly enjoyed your time when you were an All Black. And um, I've got to admit, I'm going to put my hand up and say, look, being a hardcore blues man, I do find it hard to be celebrating half an hour a night of other Super Rugby franchises. But, but <laughs> for the greater cause, I'll take one for the team. Well, as you know too well, Mark, as being a, a, a top athlete yourself, it's a lot of hard work and dedication, and you don't change your colours too often. And mate, I, I love the uh, solidarity you have. Hard to to, to ca- take care of any other teams when you're always a Blues man, but hey, we're, we're in this multi multi um, diverse world now. And, we're going to be talking Hurricane Valley. Hey, just quickly, can you just go back and say that we're again top athlete? Because I've never heard that before. I've heard has been that never just, was. <laughs> yeah, but see, you know, we in the field that you play in, that's top athlete stuff. Yeah. So, mate, you're a top athlete. I'd see, I'd, I'd see that twice. Yeah, brilliant, love it. Hey, we're going to have Steve. We've got Stevie Devine here as well. Steve, I just thought come in because he's probably got a little bit more knowledge around parts of the game, and I thought he might be able to throw the odd question at you. Speaking of athletes, love Steve. How are you, Norm? Long time no see. I'm well, mate. Yeah, take, put, time, your, put your time, shirt mate. back on, Steve. Come on, mate. Put your shirt back on. This is not television, mate. This is radio. Hey, Norm, let's start with last night's performance. Um, firstly, what did you make of that Hurricanes lineup, And what were your expectations on this team prior to the start of it? Well, look, if we don't have to go too far back to, you know, round six when Moana Pacific took him to a golden point and... Coming off the back of the Crusaders, I knew the Hurricanes really wanted to put their mark in. But they put a really interesting team forward that a lot of, you know, debut players, um, not their big players in there. It was great to see TJ back in there and um, Umanga Jensen getting back into the midfield. But I was really surprised at, you know, some of the players who really stood out for me um, put their hand up for, the, for this week's coming game against the, the Highlanders. You know, someone in, in regards to, like, Blake Gibson, I thought he had that start, standing game really, really physical as a number seven. But what really told right at towards the end there or in the second half, uh, how the changes in the Hurricanes forward pack, they pushed Mourner Pacific off the ball three times. And now I've only done that once when we played, I think, the Blues. You remember that, Stevie? Um, I don't remember <laughs> that. Norm, no, I don't. Final what MPC. happened? No, 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 no. But watching that happen just, you know, gave the confidence and the score spoke for itself. So it was a, a really good opportunity for the Hurricanes to play some of their fledging um, players and put some debuts out there. They did that in the Ford pack. I thought, you know, as I said, um, Blake Gibson was uh, outstanding forward for me. TJ was, again, getting his mojo back into it. Aidan Morgan. Second time, I've, I've really liked that lad. He's got vision and he's got a bit of toe and he's got physicality. So from that perspective, I thought it was a great outcome for the Canes and it was a good spectacle watching it last night. 
Yeah, Norm, I 100% agree with you there. I, th- I thought the first time that these two teams uh, crossed paths, uh, it was a young Hurricanes team as well that sort of didn't have a lot of leadership. But uh, this time around, they really fronted up. The young the young kids, I was I was blown away. Like, I'm a big fan of um, a love at the back. He's uh, I know he's only young. Man, he can play some rugby. Yep, he's, he's got great vision. And look, as a first five, then going back into the uh, fullback position, he, he positioned himself really well. I, I really like the way he's there. he runs into that line. He runs so hard into that line, and he doesn't care who's in front of him. He has a crack. So they all stu- stood up last night, and I think that, to me, that's on the back of how, the cru- how they met the Crusaders on the Saturday. And the young guys got an opportunity, and they knew the, um, the energy they had to go into it. This uh, game last night, and it worked. You got any more good young players like that down there? I'm sure the um, Crusaders will be lining up to grab them in a few years. Well, mate, that's that's what we do. All the franchises, do, <laughs> we're, we're, we're just a we're just a feeder for the Crusaders because they seem to be going. They've got Crusaders and in, infiltrated in, in all coaching positions. Uh, Norm, I want to ask you this: you um, you know, you talked about the inexperienced lineup. How is important it? How, how important is it? in regards to the culture of a franchise to make sure that you keep your squad active, that you give them opportunity, that they feel like, um, you know, they're professional rugby players and not just sort of bit part players. Yeah, it it is absolutely crucial. I think more so now in the professional era than than ever before. I mean, like, mate, I was a bench warmer for 60-plus odd tests. We never got a sniff because that that's the way it was. But you, and sometimes you felt a bit lost in that space. Having your depth is is key. Not just having players who consistently put out there like um, like our captain Adi Savir. He needs a break sometimes. It's a it's a massive job to be just constantly out there. So being part of a team is okay, but getting on and getting your first cap. It's it's a whole different ball game. You remember your first cap, Stevie. It's just, it's just unbelievable. You 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 tend to play the game on, on just pure oxygen, and then you, it's all over, and you go, what the heck happened? Yeah, it's it's it's, it's definitely a hard campaign for the younger boys coming in who 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 are experiencing that sort of pressure and and uh, you know that sort of speed of the game you know in the first few games but that's why I'm, I was so impressed by those young boys last night I mean they really they they did really stand up and deliver they were they were physical uh, way more physical than the first time these teams met and that and that's mm. for the first time I can tell for the first time last night I actually thought hang on a minute this hurricanes team could actually could actually be around at the later end of the season. You made an interesting point too, Norm, that I just picked up on. You said that TJ Perinara rediscovered his mojo. I sort of sense over the last 12 months he hasn't played his best rugby. Are you suggesting that he hasn't been at his best maybe through the first three or four rounds? Oh, 100%. Like we've, and and ex- explain why. Well, look, he hasn't played for such a long time in a New Zealand franchise, number one. He's been overseas earning, earning the um, great yen. But coming back into and playing in, in your home field team, there's a whole difference. A year makes a difference. Yes, he's got a huge amount of experience, but he needed to get back and taste, get that taste back into his, into his system, into his DNA. What is it like? 
back on the field? What is it like playing New Zealand teams? What is it like playing some of the Mauna Pacifica teams? He was underdone in round six. Mm. It showed because the mistakes. There was a there were hurricanes. One mistake that stands out for me against Mauna Pacific when he played his first game back. A scrum hard on under the post. And the ball comes straight out the back and he loses it. It's just not TJ. Right? So you can tell that he's underdone and you can tell that he's coming back into his own. He's getting the understanding, the feel, the camaraderie. He's back in the team that he loves and he's been with for a long, long time. It takes a few games to get yourself back into it. And I see, you know, more was another good start. I might get Steve just to comment on this while we're talking about when you look at TJ Perrineau. Okay, well, let's take an example of, say, um, Bryn Hall as an example, um, or you might, or or you, yeah, you might go and have a look at say Mitch Drummond. They to me quick to the breakdown and they act purely as a pivot. Where I look at TJ Perinara, he is a guy who likes to run. He's very good in and around the fringes. He brings a lot of energy to his game. Can you build structure around him? Is he a guy that's disciplined enough to be more structured? Uh, well, t- firstly, TJ is an awesome halfback. Oh, hell of a player. No, no doubt about that. Yeah. And what what has cost him is is a year away playing club rugby as such in Japan, all right? So you look at someone else who went away, which Brody Retallick, and I don't think we've seen the best of him since he's been back either, you know? So I know they're overseas earning some serious cash and, and, and good on them because, um, you know, they've been here for a while. But it it's going to take a year for those. If you just got to realise, if you go to Japan for a year, it's going to take a year to get back to your strength. I mean, Bodie Barrett came back at the end of last year, wasn't in his best form either. Um, played pretty well last weekend. You know, just the level, the people have got to understand, the level of fitness and the level of commitment to play super rugby these days is, you know, it's, it's, it's a serious physical um, job and you can't have a year off and come back and expect to perform at your best. And it's been proven time and time again. No one's come back from Japan after a sabbatical and played good footy. Uh, do you want to comment on that, Norm? I 100% agree. That's my comment. Okay, there you go. It is 10 minutes after 7. You're listening to SENZ. Uh, we've got Norm Hewitt, and we are talking all things Hurricane. This particular show is called Hurricane Valley, brought to you by Razine. Now, look, if you're going to go and paint your house, get Razine, guys, okay? You're listening to this show because they're allowing this show to happen. Get Razine. Did I sell Razine? I just sold Razine, didn't I? I think lovely. I did a great job Beautiful. on it. Yep. Great uh, okay, uh, putting the side putting the side that took the field. When you put the Hurricanes full strength side out on the park, how do you rate this forward pack, Norm? How how does it Look, compare to previous Hurricanes side? Is it a good forward pack? I, I mean, you were you were blown, it, look, you were blown away by the. I heard you say earlier you were impressed by this forward pack yesterday being able to push sort of Moana Pacifica away, and you hadn't seen this. Most sides have been doing that comfortably. They have, but not the Hurricanes. And so last night I thought they took another step. And we can't take away from the last time Warner Pacific played in round six, the Hurricanes. They held the Hurricanes scrum. They beat us up defensively. And I think when um, uh, Geordie Barrett got snotted in the midfield in the round six, that turned the game for towards the uh, Warner Pacific. There was none of those big tackles that were coming from Warner Pacific. And why? Because we were cancelling them out. This is a good forward pack. The number one team that played against the Crusaders, the number one forward pack, held their Crusaders forward pack 
in all facets, line-out, scrum, ruck, defense. And that first half against the Crusaders, I'm sure we can talk about it in the second half, was a great battle right to the end, right to the end. So they can hold their own when they are really focused. And that's what Jason Holland said. We spent the week focusing on what we know that the strengths of the Crusaders are, which is their scrum. In the end, I thought the Crusaders still had parity on the, on the Hurricanes during the game, but the Hurricanes never capitulated, gave in, or, or ex, you know, um, blew up. So focus, attitude, intensity. How important, though, is Artie Sevier to this side? I mean, you sort of sense if Artie Sevier is to pick up an injury, any sort of long-term injury... Um, yeah, I mean, how do the hurricanes how do the hurricanes adjust if that was to be the case? Look, I think they would. It would be very difficult because we don't have another loose forward of that ilk, and particularly in the position at number eight, he's a dynamic player. He leads from the front, from defense to attack. When he gets the ball and he starts, you know throwing his whole energy into it, it takes three or four people to get him down. It is, a, it is a risk, and I don't know who they have as their backup. Like, you know, Devin Flanders left the field in 20 minutes uh, with a knee injury. So if he's our next best number eight, then, well, we're, we're in for a bit of a space. But, hey, how often does he get injured? We're just going to take the blessings and say he's going to be fine for the rest of the season. Yeah, I certainly agree. Adi Sevier is equivalent to having three loose forwards on the yeah. field, just just himself. Um, he does the work of three with the ball in hand and he does the work of three on defence. So he's hard to replace and there's not many people around the country that you could replace him with. A, a name that comes to mind was Richard McCall was, was a similar status around the field. But yeah, there's there's not many players that can enforce themselves on a game like he can. No, I want to ask you about Asafo Amua. Um, came onto the scene with a bit of a hiss and a roar and then sort of was in the All Blacks, dropped a little bit for fitness reasons, sort of come back. How have, what do you make of his development, his progression? Has he, has he progressed to his true and full potential yet or is he sort of um, still maybe a little bit of a flawed genius? Oh, look, I think sometimes they set these young players up. You know, they, they put them... With so far up on the pedestal, he had a great NPC. Then he went and had a great club season. Went into NPC, went into the professional era, into the All Blacks, and then quite hasn't tipped on. Look, I don't think we have seen the best of the lad. I don't know if he's like as an injury, and as we know, as Stevie yourself, uh, when you get an injury and it niggles you, it just sometimes it just takes your confidence out. And I look at him, and he's a confidence player, and there's real potential uh, with the young lad, but I still think we haven't seen the best of them. I don't know what they're doing in the background uh, with him, and I hope that uh, Dane Coles is heavily involved in it. And you know, we'll see. We hopefully get him on the field um, soon. Both of them, really. Fifteen minutes after seven, we are talking all things Hurricanes. This is a particular rugby show called Hurricane Valley. Um, done every week with Norm Hewitt and also joining me in studio, former All Black halfback Steve Devine. This show brought to you by Resine. Decorate with confidence, with quality Kiwi-made Resine paints. Starting a project? Get advice from the team from Resine. That wraps, doesn't it? Almost a little bit of gangster rap. Anyway, coming up to 16 minutes after 7, we'll take a break. 
just want to reinforce that too. If you do have paint questions, ask the experts at Resine. Starting a paint project, get advice from the boys. Let them take the guesswork out. Hey, Resine, that is the number one paint brand for us here at SENZ. It is 20 minutes after seven. We are talking Hurricane Valley. We have Norm Hewitt out of Wellington and just joining me in studio, former All Black Steve Devine. Norm, just a text that's coming. Hey, guys, what's your opinion on the Canes turning down the three at the end of the Crusaders game? Personally, I didn't like the call. Geordie would have been at least 80% chance of kicking it and we would have gone to extra time. Your thoughts, Norm? Look, we, they should have taken the kick. That, that was the call. I was, we were there going, what's happening on the sideline? You see all the coaches and that, there was all sorts of signals going on and it looked like there was some confusion on the, on the field. You know you're going to be throwing against a, a really competitive uh, Crusaders lineout, and then you've got one of the other Barrett boys in there, Scott, who's a burglar anyway. You, and they knew they were going to throw to who's their safe pair of hands? Adi Sabir. So, I would have personally. Those are the moments where you take your points. It was a game of taking your points when they when you needed to take them. They did that up front. They didn't do it at the end. That cost them particularly against the Crusaders too, who have the one team that have been very good at shutting down the rolling mall. It's been the Crusaders, Steve Devine. Yeah, they are very good. But, you know, I, I, I good on them for backing themselves, I say. They they saw their chance and said, you know, we're going to try and win this thing rather than uh, maybe win it again in another 10 minutes. So they rolled the dice. Unfortunately, you know, they weren't quite good enough to get away with it. But I, I like their attitude and that's what brings teams closer together, big plays like that. I, I, Norm, I'm with you on this one. I'm just going to tell Steve Devine that Las Vegas wasn't built on winners, OK? It wasn't built on winners. You do not roll the dice. Hey, I've had a little bit. I sort of look around the franchises and I look at players like out of the Chiefs, Alex Nankerville, um, Umanga Jensen down there at the Highlanders, players like Richard Buckman in the past. Wes Hooson. Why is not Wes Hooson ever in the discussion when we look at all black teams or touring teams? And I, and I saw the New Zealand Herald, the top 100 most powerful players, and they had Wes Hooson like in the 90s. This guy is a quality footballer, man. He does not let that side down. And I 100% agree with you, Mark. He is a classy player. He's a strong runner. He's strong in the tackle. He does his defense role really well. But maybe because he's not six foot and 110 kilos and can run the 20, 30 meters in point three. Whatever it is that's holding him back, it's not what he does on the field. It's not what he does when he's got the ball in the in his hands. I'm I I love that. I love what he does and the excitement he brings when he can make he he's got speed on the outside he can go down the sideline and come and mate, he's got everything that I see as a winger and like I'm not a back so you maybe have to pass this on to Stevie but I just say I think, I think he's underrated I just say his high kick receive uh, was probably the only thing you know that's huge part of the game these days is wingers being able to catch under pressure um, you know especially when you come up against a few of these Northern Hemisphere and South African teams that's that's just how they play the game so oh, I'm not suggesting that he's a starting all black but he just I think he just oh, doesn't a, get anywhere near the credit that he deserves no, outstanding player with speed you know and will beat a person almost one person every single time but uh, any any young wingers out there, uh, any coaches out there with young wingers, you know, it is all about being able to catch the ball in the air now. Okay, I, one of the big talking points clearly, uh, Norm, has been in and around um, Geordie Barrett and 
him now playing second 5'8". People are saying, hey, look, he's potentially an all-black second 5'8". I don't like that. You know, I've seen all black teams fall over when we've taken Christian Cullen, played him at centre in 99. Um, I think in 2003, was it the Blues coach? Um, Leon McDonald, I think, moved to centre. I saw, um, I think it was against Ireland in the United States a few years ago. We had Jerome Kano play at lock. I mean, can you turn a fullback into a second five all black? Look. The thing that I love about Geordie is he'll give it a go and give it his absolute, and he he really consolidates that back line up for the Hurricanes. Let's just specifically for the Hurricanes, I think that's been a really good choice from a bigger picture. And if there are other players that are in that mix, which I think there are plenty of midfielders that that live up to that, playing him out of position, I think his best uh, best play is fullback, and he must. Masters that extremely well. But again, you're talking to the wrong, uh, you know, this is the front row. Stevie's the back back man, so I'll throw the ball down. <laughs> I'm only halfway back there, mate. Now, listen, he's, he's an outstanding athlete and he's going to perform wherever. I just, we're, we're international rugby going, particularly at the moment where it's going is big centres just getting over the advantage line, just crashing hard over the line. Now, he's definitely big. Uh, he can definitely get over the advantage line and, and free a hand and get an offload. So, um, you know, there's two trains of thought. You either be big and strong and try and go over the top of someone uh, in second, first five area. Like, that's that's the thing that the UK teams bring. Big first fives that just run straight and hard over the top of you. The other one is to use fast feet and try and get around and try and get a half shoulder in there, which I see Roger Tuvas-Czech will become, is, is what I believe, yeah. Yep. Okay, Norm, look, we've got about uh, four or five minutes remaining uh, on this particular show, so let's put the focus on Saturday night, um, taking on the Highlanders. What do you want to see from your Hurricanes team? How do you beat the Highlanders? Uh, do we turn up like they did against the Crusaders and apply the enthusiasm like the young boys played against Warner Pacific? And take the three Good points go. with a minute to go, eh, Norm? <laughs> 100%. Take your points when they're on offer. That's all I've got to say about that. The, the, the Highlanders, they've had a bit of a stiff run. You know, talking to a couple of lads down there, they have seen COVID smash them like a lot of teams, but they're having these lasting effects. I see it happening. Uh, it's affecting them in their game structure, uh, and that's no excuse. But the Highlanders have everything to lose or to win. The Hurricanes need to step up another level like they did against the Crusaders, put their 50 points on last night, and bring it home. And that's, that's where they're going to be able to um, make this game really, really work. Is right up front. Artie's back. Norm, it's a, it's, a, it's a big ask to go down there to the, uh, down to Dunedin and uh, try and out physical the Highlanders. Do you think that's going to be a concern? Uh, look, I, I don't if the Hurricanes turn up like they've turned up against the Crusaders, Stevie. I think the um, but, they're on a roll. T- t- taking taking Artie Sevier out of the equation, who needs to set the tone early amongst the rest of the forward pack? Who needs to take this game by the scruff of the neck and say, you follow me? Well, look, I don't think there's – I don't know who they're going to play – so until they pick that team, I couldn't say it's anyone else except Artie's the one that's going to do it, to be honest. I don't think um, Karifi, no. Uh, Scrafton? Old, no. Well, Scrafton can put 
put some work in, but Scrafton, this is where he can shine, but he also needs a warrior next to him. Mm. Mm. Uh, no, I, I couldn't. Look, if Amor was back in there, but he's been injured for a while, I uh, have to put all my uh, eggs into the basket of Adi Sabir, and I think that he's, he's the key to get to the Highlanders for the physicality. So if the Highlanders shut Sabir down, they win the game? No, not necessarily. I think for for a team like the Highlanders to shut Savia down was going to take three of the Highlanders, which actually plays in the, in the hands of the Hurricanes because then it's 14 against 12. Okay, Norm, look, we do just have to wrap it up. So, okay, so... Highlanders by how many? Uh, sorry, Hurricanes by how many? This is this is sorry, Hurricanes fans. This is your show. Hurricanes <laughs> by how many? Look, mate, I think it's going to be close, and I'm going to take the three points because if it's a draw, they've got to take their three points. Yeah. Hey, Norm, I must get your birthday, mate. I'm going to send you birthday presents, Christmas cards, mate. You said really nice things about me at the top of the show, mate. I, I, you know, I haven't heard them for a long, long time, mate. I really like you, Norm, and, and it's an absolute disgrace you sat on the bench for so many tests, mate. Oh, hey, hey, that's what it was back in the day. And, Mark, I, I, every word I said about you is absolutely true. Oh, God, I've taped it. I'm going to send it to my wife. Norm Hewitt, <laughs> we will do it again next week. Hey, enjoy the weekend of uh, rugby coming up, mate, and, and go the Hurricanes. Go the Canes. Thanks, team. There it is, 29 minutes after seven, brought to you by Razine. If you're painting your house, if you've got questions, you're not sure, go and check out, go and ask the questions at Razine. Take the guesswork out. We're going to take a wee break here on SENZ. You can text us here on double eight double three. When we come back, it is the Blues Brothers. Yes, we are going to celebrate the mighty Blues. Steve Devine in studio.